to just say good evening, one and all. Good evening to our Jubilee Worship Center family in all her locations. And just to say good evening to all who are joining us via this podcast from our makeshift studio here at 36 Valdez Road, Spanish Town, St. Catherine, Jamaica, West Indies. Uh, you are joining us uh, in this broadcast at Jubilee Worship Center. We want to just to give a, you know, a big greeting to our greetings to all of our officers, to all of our pastors or officers, to all of our members as well, and to by extension those who are benefiting from these series of podcasts that we have been putting out there. I am going to commence with prayer as we take this time this evening to once again uh, speak to every person, every family, the community of believers, the community, to the nation and the nations of the world. So let us just pray at this point. Father, we are thankful to you for this third day of May that you have been our help, you have been our dwelling place, you have been our fortified place. Lord, we ask you now that you will saturate this time with your presence, that you will allow your glory to sit upon this time and upon this broadcast, upon this uh, time of just opening up your word and to dig deeply and to drink deeply uh, from your word. Uh, and so, Father, we just bless you for your faithfulness towards us and towards this nation and to everyone who hears us this afternoon and this morning, whatever time of the day you may be listening to this broadcast, that God's grace will be upon you. Uh, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. With me again this evening, we have um, with us Pastor Barrington Pearson. We have been taking this time to do these broadcasts to be a blessing to both our congregation, Pastor Barrington and uh, his wife, Pastor Pilot Pearson. They pastor our Jubilee Worship Center, 12 Fraser's Boulevard, Fraser's Content, Spanish Town St. Catherine, Jamaica. And so we are with each other again this evening just to share from the word of the Lord. And so please uh, just make welcome uh, Pastor Barton Pearson, Pastor Barton Pearson, let's hear you, sir. Good evening, everyone, and good evening, Apostle. I take this opportunity to greet you on behalf of the family at Fraser's. Thank you very much. And Greetings, Fraser's. <laughs> and indeed, this has been a blessing to everyone. So we'll see how long God will have us doing this. Amen. 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 Well, uh, Pastor Barrington, we are in the book of Ezekiel today. Oh, yes. I'd love for you to just read our allotted portion. So our reading, for those who are listening, you'll be able to get your Bibles out. We're starting our reading from verse 1 of Ezekiel 37. So Ezekiel 37, from verse 1 through to verse number 14. And from there we will be sharing uh, the word of the Lord today. Go, go right ahead, please. Okay, Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14. And it reads, The hand of the Lord came upon me, 
and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. And I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. 14 and last, I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 This evening we want to talk in a very fulsome way. We'll be looking at we'll be looking at a prophetic command. Prophetic command to breathe life into a nation. So that's what we'll be looking at um, right now. Uh, a prophetic command to breathe life into a nation. A prophetic command to breathe life into a nation. And so Pastor Biji, we have we have been on this particular <laughs> segment of the scriptures uh, as we will meet at midnight for prayer with a number of men from Japan to Westmoreland <laughs> and Cayman and and Grand Cayman, so covering a number of places, and so we are taking all of that experience to share with all of us um, today and just to be a blessing to the body of Christ as we would learn and, and hear and understand each other. Um, and so that is what we're doing right now. So we want to start with this very important um, thing to consider. And I like to always give backdrop on who we're looking at, and why are we here? The Spirit of the Lord has spoken uh, to me and spoken to us concerning 
some very crucial and important matters. Uh, chief among them is the fact that we should not allow COVID to define our nation. We should not allow COVID to define our nation or what our nation will be looking like after this experience. But rather, that that should be shaped, our nation experience, and especially the, the nation of believers, because we are called a royal priesthood, a holy nation, That's right. especially the nation of believers, that our experience and our future must be shaped by the word of God and by the prophetic breath of God spoken over our nation. And so he has led us into this particular chapter um, to understand exactly what he is getting at. And so we want to bear in mind again, Ezekiel, you, as we can, you know, he is a prophet, but he's also a priest. That's right. So he's also a priest. And um, as a priest, uh, he would have been raised and trained in all the protocols of approaching God, of drawing near, uh, being the son of a priest, and a priest himself. Uh, but God, as in a lot of cases, would have called from those who are prophetic and bring them into, the, sorry, from those who are priestly, to bring them into the prophetic ministry and allow them to speak to the nation as well as to their father's house and to speak to other nations as well. That's right. Ezekiel is one such uh, person also that he would have been one of the exilic prophets. So yes. one of the prophets who would have gone into exile along with um, the nation uh, so in this case, you were Judah. Yes, Judah. Uh, Judah, he would have gone into exile with. And the Lord spoke to him, starting with the many visions that he have had, and then to bring him along a particular course just to prepare him and to, to allow him to be a mouthpiece for the throne. Very unusual prophet this man is his experience is very um, unusual but the word of God in his mouth is even more unusual and we want to see what the Lord is wanting us to see in this Ezekiel 37 as we hear his word through the mouth of this prophet concerning our nation Jamaica as well as Anyone who pick this up will be able to. World. Amen. We'll be able to use this in terms of how to reposition their nation, and in this case, to speak life into their nation uh, going forward. And tragically, it is also relevant to the church. Yes, sir. So we, the ch the church, can actually. Um, use this as a guide yes to, to check their spiritual life or death <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yes. that the spirit of the lord can breathe life into those churches amen right amen. because a lot of the churches have lost their focus 
Yes. And the Spirit of God has left the church. And Ezekiel spoke about it earlier from chap chapter 8 and 9 coming along. Yes. When, it, when by <laughs> the Spirit of God got so frustrated with the church that it progressively left. Yes. Starting from the pews to the altar to the pinnacle until yes. it yes. actually left. Yes, indeed. So then it became spiritually dead. Yes. But the prophetic word of God is able to breathe life back into the church. Amen. But there are conditions that need to, 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 to the, the church have to find itself in a particular position Amen. to take place. Amen. And, and might I add, the fact that you have gone back from that early part of Ezekiel is the fact that uh, we're going to be hearing about how he treats those who would mourn and weep mm -hmm. over the condition of the church. That's right. Um, uh, going forward. Now, so let's pull this book apart in a very fulsome way at least these 14 verses and to draw from it in terms of what the lord has been speaking to us uh, first of all um it says that the, the spirit of the lord carried ezekiel in the spirit he was taken first of all and set down in the valley then he was uh asked to walk around about the valley Sorry. and this valley is uh, filled with bones and then as it says he set him down in the valley of dry bones then he caused him to walk around the valley of dry bones uh, and there it was that the bones were not just dry but they were very, very dry. dry they were very dry uh, and in saying, seeing that these bones were very dry, the, the Lord asked him a very profound question. Um, and in asking him this question, or actually giving him a command, and in, he says to him now, Son of man, these, can these bones live? So that is the question. And then he answered and says, Lord, you know. And then secondly, he says, now prophesy to these bones. Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O dry bone, hear bones, hear the word of the Lord. Ezekiel is actually a very smart man. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. When God yeah. asked him, can these bones live? The first thing Ezekiel would consider is the natural state. Yes. What exists before him? Yes. Dry Conditions. bones. The, the condition mm -hmm. that exists. Dry bones indicate that they've been dead quite a while. And very dry. And very dry. So, because he went to Jerusalem High School and he learned in bio class that <laughs> the bone, which is basically the foundation of something else, which uh, which um, comprises a body, right? So, mm -hmm. the, for a bone to live. Mm -hmm then that would mean, so he's reasoning it out, that a lot of things have to happen. So there are certain things that must be in place. Mm -hmm. The bone have to start again producing red blood cells. It have to now figure out a way to have muscles on it and skin and thing. And then a person would have to be reconstructed and then they would have to come back to life. So it's, an, it's very complicated mm -hmm. and it's almost impossible to happen. Mm -hmm. So based With on my knowledge, yes. 
and based on what I have learned and mm -hmm. based on my experiences, mm -hmm. this cannot happen. Mm -hmm. But the creator who made the bones mm -hmm. should know the answer to that question. Yes. So let me put it back to him. Let me not get myself in trouble and go and answer it. Because based on what I see and know, then the answer is they cannot live. However, especially if we're looking from the natural eyes. if we're looking from the natural eyes. Yes. So, Ezekiel will just put the question back to God and say, you are omnipotent and omniscient. Yes. You know the answer, the answer is with you. Question. So the answer is with you. And, right? and, and by the way, that is, not a, that is not a very unusual way for the servants of the Lord to respond. We had when Abraham and Isaac was going up to the mountain mm -hmm. and Isaac's response was, I see the wood, yes. I see the fire, the I sacrifice? see the knife. <laughs> Where is the sacrifice? And God, Abraham's response was, God will, God will provide, provide himself. Him, that's right. A sacrifice. Right. But, so, so, but, but just, um, just to use an example, we, I'll probably ask you the question, mm -hmm. can this nation, Jamaica, be a first world self-sufficient country? Can our crime rate be to country. zero? Mm -hmm. And when you think about everything that needs to be put in place for that to happen, mm -hmm. it would seem almost impossible. Yes. Right? We have to think of government providing certain es essential services, mm -hmm. certain social interaction for young people, education, security. We have to think about resources, investment, w and we complicate things. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, you, so it would be difficult for you to answer the question, can Jamaica live and be a first world country? You, it would almost seem impossible for it to happen based on circumstances. Yes. However, if God is going to say to this nation, live, then mm -hmm. it's a whole different different thing. But hold a second there. We have one piece of the equation in this Ezekiel question. Yes. And that is, this question is not just asking if they will live sometime in the future, mm -hmm. but will they be alive in, come to life in his lifetime? That's right. Will this nation be revived and restored in my lifetime? In your lifetime, do you have the faith to believe that, to mm -hmm. answer that question? Mm -hmm. And so that, that's a very important factor you have brought to the table. Let's, 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 let's dive into the biological part of things first. Yes. And um, so that we can get a sense of what we're looking at. Now, how many bones about, there about, in the human that body, make up the human body? 206. So 206 bones. Yes. So 206 bones. And we're talking about the adult. We're talking about the adults. For children, it's about 300. But as they grow, you mm -hmm. have some that fuse together to form. Oh, cool. To, Wonderful. To form. So it reduced from 300 to about 206. 206 bones. Right. Uh, so 206 bones make up the adult human. And what right. we're looking at here in Ezekiel, we're looking at adult That's right. who have died. Right. Uh, at, at least, uh, who said they were dead. They were dead. Um, secondly, in terms of understanding... What is the purpose of bones? Well, for what purpose mm, is the, the bones in a human being? Both have uh, a number of functions, but yes. it has four main ones. Mm -hmm. Number one has stru um, structural support. It provides structure. Yes. It provides movement. Provide movement. Because the body will go nowhere mm -hmm. unless the muscle and the bones are in unison and in agreement. Good. Mm -hmm. And the, the bones actually move. Yes. So... Mm -hmm. Structure. It, it provides Mobility. protection. It provides protection. Right. So it, provide, mm -hmm. it protects the, the internal organs, the vital organs. So the heart, for the, for the, the brain, right? Yes. So you have mm -hmm. the ribs that protect the 
the chest cavity Good. and the kidney and the lungs and then you have the brain the skull that protects the the brain okay so the spinal cord will protect that the spinal the spinal protect the spinal cord right. so provides Brace. protection good right? so let's go again so we're talking about structure structure movement movement protection and it's also a so it stores vitamins and minerals and it produces red blood cells. red blood cell right so um it, it is a chief producer of red, red blood, blood cells, cells yes. not the only organ but a chief, chief producer of, of the red, red blood, blood cells. cells um so i would like to add um another one or two mm -hmm. on this four so especially for our discussion that a human being cannot hear mm -hmm. unless you speak to bones okay and let uh, i'm sure your listeners asking what am I talking about? Are you talking about exactly? So a human being cannot hear unless you speak, speak to bones, and so it is. Ab it's absolutely important for us to understand even why God would say go and prophesy to dry bones. Mm -hmm. The human being three smallest bones are found in the air, which is the um, these three bones are the the hammer, the anvil, mm -hmm. and the stirrup. Mm -hmm. These are the bones that are responsible for hearing. Okay. So when sound is released, it is these three bones that actually do all the work to get the information to the brain. To the brain. Okay. So it is very vital for us to understand that. Also, another important thing, even as we look at protection, is that while it is said that the femur is perhaps the toughest bone in the human body, the toughest bone in terms of on the cranial part of the human mm -hmm. is found just above the ear which is called the petrous bone very hard in i i, I met one man personally who some years ago he was a a, a very serious con artist in jamaica who eventually converted to the lord and he gave the description of attempting to kill himself and when he fired the weapon on the side of his head, it actually knocked him out and the bullet ricocheted. That is how tough that bone is. <laughs> um, but that, that, so when we have a, a situation where the bone in the ear is caused for hearing, the one over the ear itself that protects the entire area there is so tough that sometimes you're wondering if we're hearing through that as opposed to hearing through the others. Well, we're not responding to the Lord. Uh, and so by extension, what we're seeing then is that the prophetic being released into this valley is God speaking to the collective ears okay. of a nation. That's right. And in terms of speaking to their bones and commanding that those bones will now respond and spring to life. Mm -hmm. Right? So that, that is the other important thing. Uh, so again it provides um first the, what the bone does provides structure so structure movement, movement protection protection and production of production of red, red blood, blood cells, cells and, and, and storage of vitamins uh, uh, minerals vitamins and minerals and, and, yes, and so on and fat and fat yeah. and now we're hearing that uh, the bone also is the ears of the body of the body it provides the, the apparatus for, for the body to hear to, to, uh, that's right for the body to hear uh, very interesting. So, uh, so now that we have set those things in motion, now let's understand what else Ezekiel had to do. So he said, God said to him, um, 
after he asked him, can this bone live? And he says, um, Lord, you know it. He said, then say unto them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. So again, if it's just bones, it is, how does dry bone hear? It's here because hearing is also, I should I say the bone is a part of the, the hearing mechanism. Process, that's right. Apparatus. Mm -hmm. I hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews upon you, and you will uh, bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath into you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So this prophetic utterance is released, uh, first of all, in terms of what God put in his mouth to declare mm -hmm. over this valley and to speak. Now, what other important thing we need to highlight, and this, I get a feeling we might have to do a part two of what we're doing right now. Absolutely. <laughs> because if there's so much valley. Why, why, what is so important about a valley? What is the scriptural significance of a valley? Uh, um, we read in scripture about a valley of decision. It's beautiful. It's, um, but first and foremost, a valley is a plain, a, mm -hmm. a level area between mountains. It's normally the most fertile of all of the lands. Because all uh, of the things from the mountain right, down right, there. Right yes. down. So, so, um, so, so it's obviously more, most productive, mm -hmm. right? The valley, most productive areas. Yes. So, but, uh, but we learn about valleys of decision where... Multitude. Multitude. Multitude, the Bible says, yes. uh -huh. are in the valley, valley of, of decisions. decisions. Right. And right now in our nations, multitudes, in our churches, mm -hmm. multitudes are actually in, in this valley of decision. Of decision. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so it's significant. Um, there's the actual location of of, of these bones. Mm -hmm. Right. One other thing about valley is the fact that um, a valley is what is described in scripture as the place where God will judge the nations. Okay. So, for instance, in His second coming, we talk about the Lord that will be meeting and contending with the valley of in the valley of Ben Hinnom, right. the valley of Ghena, mm -hmm. where he's now going to be going in that place and that's where he will be contending with them okay. and judging them in that valley. Yeah. When, when Eli is, um, uh, Elijah when Elijah upon Carmel, after he, the conquest of beating mm -hmm. the, 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 the prophets, prophets of, of Baal, right. Baal and Asherah that they took them down into, into the valley, the valley to carry out the judgment of God upon them there. That's right. So a valley is a place of judgment. judgment. It's a place of decision. As fertile as it may seem, mm -hmm. it is a place where God uh, is reckoning with man to, for us to produce a response uh, from him. That's right. That's, that's right. Um, moving on. Um, mm hmm in verse 7, so I prophesied. Yes. As I was commanded. Yes. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. There's an immediate response. Sound, yes. So, the, when the prophetic word is released, 
expect any immediate result. Amen. Right? Amen. So there was a sound and a rattling. Mm -hmm. So the very bones that were prophesied to mm -hmm. had to respond. Mm -hmm. And the prophetic word said, he said to the bones, Behold, I, um, where, where, where are we? I will put Verse sinews eight. on you. That, that, yes. Right? Behold, I will lo, I'll say, Behold, no, no, verse, seven. Seven. Verse, verse 7. Right. Verse 7. Verse 7. I want to look at that. Um, after rattling the bones coming together. Okay, now, good. We just discussed the fact there are 206 bones mm -hmm. in the human body. Yes. We, all, we saw in verse 1 that the bones were in a valley. Mm -hmm. Many bones. Yes. And they were very dry. Yes. Which would indicate that they were in there for a long time. Yes. So the fact that they were, could be seen physically on the surface of the thing, mm -hmm. that means they have been exposed to the elements. The elements, Rain, yes. sun, snow, everything. Wild animals will come and grab a piece and move with it. Yes. And, and, and scatter the bones all over the place. Yes. So when the prophetic word went out to the bones. Yes. And that, that rattling. That sound. That sound. Mm -hmm. What it is doing, it is summoning every single bone, 206 bones of a pattern particular individual yes. to find themselves back in that position yes. of that particular individual. Yes. Yes. So your hand now got joined with my foot. That is that right? is so have my hand. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's the extent of the miracle that took place by the prophetic word. Yes. That every single bone connected to that individual yes. must find itself in back its correct that place. Yes. Yes. Because easily somebody else's foot bone can go with somebody else one left foot for somebody and one right foot for somebody at yes. probably the same height and so on and so forth but nothing is no the bone to his bone yes amen so that's a miracle in itself that was based on the prophetic utterance yes right that things must be put back in its proper place in its proper order amen and let me I always like to speak to those who I know who are very theologically inclined. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes person hearing this might think that we have no clue or any understanding of what it is we're dealing with. We are well aware that the people to whom this prophecy was initially declared over, mm -hmm. that these were not dead physically at all. Mm-hmm. They were not dead. They were very much alive. Uh, but these are people who have said, we are dead. We are dead. We are dead. We are... Verse 11. Yes. We are dead. Right? Our bones are dry. Our, our bones are dry. Uh -huh. Our, our hope, hope is, lost. is lost. And we are cut off. Mm -hmm. So right here we know that we are speaking to someone an individual maybe someone fell into some serious sin that have cost them their ministry their integrity it have cost them their place and their position that they once have it may be that this is someone who have, is suffering burnout they have been putting in a lot into ministry and nobody's pouring back into them. And they have reached this point where they're, they are at the brink of even suicide. Mm -hmm. That the brink of, of just throwing it all in. Yes. That the brink of just losing everything. And they are saying to themselves, 
even at an individual level I, I, I've had enough I am tired I'm fed up with church I'm I am. fed up with Christianity I'm fed up with anything to do with God I, 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 I would just go back into the world and just live the way I want to live and whatever happens happens uh, if I die I die if I live I live but enough is enough now and if for, for such a one we know that this word is also for you not just a nation but for an individual that's right that's right that's right not just a nation but for the church that's for the church for a preacher for a, for a minister for a minister for an apostle oh yes for a bishop for someone who have lost the, the level of grace and posture and poise that they once have this word is for, for you. you hallelujah amen hallelujah no yes sir interestingly the prophetic the prophetic word went out to the bones yes the bones responded yes they rattled they came together yes sinews came upon them muscle cartilage veins skin mm -hmm. so a the to, the total body was reshaped reformed mm -hmm. the total human body mm -hmm. but they were still on the ground all right now before you even move to before you get them above the ground because that is a very <laughs> important thing you just you just went into a while ago now the fact that you're describing the different layers and elements that must happen mm -hmm. in order for there to be a fully composed human yes we already know that the bones provide structure. structure yes it, it it helps in terms of mobility provide mobility mm -hmm. it provides protection it provides uh, the creation of the red blood cells and storage of other minerals right we already hear that the bone is also the provide hearing that's right provide hearing but there is another interesting thing that we had not looked at in relation to the bone and that is of it being a scaffolding okay a scaffolding upon which all of these different parts that you're about to talk about must come together mm -hmm. the, in order for the human being to stand up right the flesh has a need to be built on a scaffolding that's right and that scaffolding is the entire uh, skeletal structure, structure of the person but the scaffolding themselves are strapped together he said sinus sinus yes. is one word that covers both ligaments and tendons right the coming together of these components that which connects bone with bone and that which connects with muscle bone with, with bone. bone that's right so that we can now have all the other components uh, when it's time for movement everything must be intact everything must in be order intact. for this to happen oh, yeah, sorry. so and all of this is happening and as again we say there's so much to this thing because god spoke to ezekiel he transported him in the spirit he brought him to this place and then he command him to release the breath of the almighty which is that first prophetic word but you're about to tell us about another yes because that initial work is done yes and the the, 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 the reformed structure looks amazing incredible yes full of muscles full yes well well put together yes but but 
there was no life. So, talk to me now. Just imagine, we'll be like a lovely church. Oh boy. Almost stories, I don't know, but it's air conditioned, it's yes. tiled, it, um, the seats are padded, padded and on all, all of that. Yes. The system sounds... A1 system. A1 system. Sound system. System. Yes. yes one. AV units. So everything is in place. Yes. But but if there's no life, if the if the spirit of the Almighty God is not there in that church, yes. they are totally ineffective. Yes. No movement. They are dead well. And, no protection. Mm -hmm. No support. Yes. No storage of the anointing to pass on to the, 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 the congregants. And, and that's a very important one because we know that the bone also stores the anointing based on what happened Thank you very much. with Elisha, Elisha who was two years dead yes. when he brought back someone to life. So the residual anointing was there in his bones. Yes. I think it was 1 Kings 13, thereabouts. Yes. Verse 20. Our 1 Kings 20, verse 13. One, one, um, one of those. But Elisha's bone, when they threw the dead man on it, when the mobs were raiding, mm -hmm. the man sprang back up to life, run, jump out of the tomb, and run past the same man. So the residual anointing was right there on, the, on those bones. Yes. It's, it's as if it's toward the anointing. Yes. Right? So everything looks quite fine. Mm -hmm. But there was no life. So there, another prophetic word had to come to speak to, 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 um, to the breath, the four winds. Mm -hmm. For life to enter into that. You see, when God made Adam and yes. formed him out of the dirt, mm -hmm. until he breathed into Adam, mm -hmm. he was just lying down, yes. fast asleep. Yes. Right? So, the prophetic word had to be released for life to be into that particular. Um, All right. So, so let, let's, let's then pull this together so we, we, we can make sure that persons are following us. Mm -hmm. So, number one, after being transported in the spirit, the prophet Ezekiel, he's now in this valley. It's either a place of decision or a place of judgment, or a place that is fertile and is able to give life to whatever is inside there. Mm -hmm. But as much as it is a, the most fertile plain and a place on the landscape, mm -hmm. it, has, it, it is not nourishing these bones not at, at all. all. Not at all. The bones are not benefiting from that nourishment so it requires the question that god asked the prophet can these bones live the prophet's response was the answer to this question lies with, with you. you you carried me out here you showed me these bones therefore your will is also with you the god then commanded the prophet he says now this is what i want you to do I want for you to speak over these bones, saying to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says uh, to these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you. So even though he says, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. And that is verse 5. I'll cause sinews to come upon you. Do you realize that the method at which God is giving him this prophecy, he's starting from the end. That's right. Coming back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. So he's talking that breath is going to come into them. He's coming back from there to the point where he's going to cause sinews to come upon them. He's going to cover them with skin. He's going to then put breath into them. That's breath twice. Sinews. 
uh, and he's going to cause them to live. And then he says, no speak. No speak. No prophesy. Prophesy as I have commanded you. And so he, so the first breath that is released is what the prophet is hearing in terms of instruction. The second breath that is released is that which come out of his mouth where he make that first prophecy to say, I'm commanding you to live. That breath that causes the noise and the rattling and the sound. And now, in order for this body that is now fully formed, these bodies mm -hmm. to live, to live, to get up and be moving, have movement, he needs to he, he breathe again. The breath. It is very interesting, you know, with, um, this entire passage speaks about the spirit, it speaks about the breath, it speaks about the wind. Mm -hmm. Actually, they're all the same. And it speaks about prophecy. The same thing. All of them. Yes, the Hebrew the word, word for is ruach. Ruach, For spirit. Yes. The same word for wind. Yes. Same word for breath. Yes. Ruach. For air, for current. Right. Yes. So, it's... So this is telling how critical yes. the spirit of the Almighty God is. And it tells us in 14, I will put my spirit in you. Ah. So here it is then. We're talking about a prophetic command to breathe life into a nation. Right. But you have to, there are certain conditions that must be met first. All right. Talk to us about conditions. That, that is why the sinews and the muscle and the skin and the tissues, everything had to be in place. Including, so even though we might have structures, mm -hmm. if structures are out of, of place, place, then the spirit of the God will not move. Still can't act upon it that. It cannot act upon it. So even as individuals, you know, as individuals, if we are, if we don't find ourselves in a particular position, yes, sit, yes, state of repentance, yes, of, of, of our, our, our hearts. Must be available for transformation. Before the Lord, yes. yes. Then the Spirit of God will come in and do, the, to do all of the work. So it's just like a church. The church has to find itself in a, in, in a particular state mm -hmm. for the Spirit of God to move. So the church must be in, in, in repentance. It, it must be in a, a posture of seeking. Yes. A posture of, of um, worship. And praise, waiting upon the Lord. Waiting upon the Lord. Yes. So that the Spirit to God can move. All right. So you're speaking to church. Let me speak to nation. Then. Go ahead. Because in, in the reality of the situation, then a nation that is going to experience a move of God, a nation is going to experience a revival, a revival, a transformation. That if this a nation, this nation, any nation that is going to see in this season when the the, the, what, what, what the, the passage says that the, the, the power, the force mm -hmm. that he's going to break the pride of these nations. Yes. When the pride of the nations are being broken, the economical, uh, economics of the nations are being subjugated yes. by what's going on. If this nation is going to see a revival and a restoration, it requires that every structure in that nation will mm -hmm. give room and give ear to the, to the word, word of, of the Lord. Lord. That's and to the spirit of the Lord. That's it. And, and um, let's look at it. What's going on right now with the COVID. Mm -hmm. We have first world nations that yes. have the most modern technologies and systems in place. Indeed. In terms of health, 
the economies, security, and all of that. Yes. Right? America have probably one of the strong, the most advanced armies in the world yes. in terms of for protect his nation. And Europe, all of them here places. And yet, a little virus exposed all of that. Yes. That will show that that's the, the very structure that you have confidence in. Mm -hmm. Hmm. The very structure within your nation that you have so much confidence in. Mm -hmm. God is showing how fragile it is. Very the fragile. The spirit of the Lord is not involved. Exactly. All right. So let's go back to a confirmation where this is concerned. Um, Psalm 127. Yes. Except, Except the, Lord the Lord builds a house. And that word, the Hebrew word for build is to establish. So, except the Lord establish a household, mm -hmm. then those who build will, be, they will, will build in vain. Yes. Right? But there's Ex another except, except us. the Lord keep, keep the city. Yes. That is to guide and to protect. And, aha. Then the watchman, aha, will, his work will be in vain. Aha. Right? Aha. So, we, are, so nations of this world are missing that critical um, part that except the, 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 um, the, um, they're in breach of the except clause. Yeah, they're in breach. <laughs> they're in breach of the except clause. Right. So that we are attempting to establish a nation removing God from that nation. That's right. And if we remove God from that nation, I know there's a lot of talk about separation of church uh, and state. state. Mm -hmm. uh, the, whoever came up with that proposition have not a very good understanding of how much the state need God. Yeah. You see, and so this is very important for us to, to see and to understand it. That except the Lord builds the house, except the Lord Keep, keep the, city, the city, then the city is not kept. That's and right. so every single structure within the framework of a nation must be uh, repositioned uh, in order for them to actually be a benefit, a real benefit to mm -hmm. that nation. Every structure must find its parallel or its, its connecting system mm -hmm. and the linkages that must be made, the, the, the ligament and tendon, right, the right. different linkages that needs to be formed within the framework of these structures mm -hmm. that in order for this nation to be properly built. So we cannot build the economics of a nation without proper management of resources, That's right. a structure, without proper auditing of those resources. That's right. We can't build the GDP of a nation without productivity because right. there has to be a connectivity right there. The linkages have to be yes. made between the two. Uh, and we cannot have productivity unless there is investment in the people of that nation. Absolutely. That linkages have to be made as well. And we cannot have our people of a nation doing well unless opportunities are created for them. So the banking sector, which is the connectivity between the GDP and the common man. Mm -hmm. This is the production falls in between all of this. The banking sector itself would have to respond in an appropriate manner to get resources into the hands of the farmers. You know what you just did a while ago? You just outlined to us the function of the bone, the skeleton. There we go. Because that is exactly what we're talking about. 
We're talking about structure. Everything you just said. Linkages, support, protection, pro productivity. That's what we're talking about. Because when the bone produces the red blood cells, mm -hmm. it, it, that must be transported to the body itself. Yeah, exactly. When you have waste material that is produced from the bone, because the bone has cell tissues. Yes. So they multiply and they have dead cells that need to be re removed. So yes. you have linkages, you have canals that link the bone to the yes. to, to parts of the body. Yes. So you have two linkages, you have support, you have protection, you have structural support. So you're just, in about five minutes, talking about the nations, you actually spoke about the very function of the skeletal system. And, and that, but that's what we're, that's what we're talking exactly about here. Exactly what this we're, is passing We're prophesying, we're speaking prophetically over the nation, we're declaring what is the command that when he says, let breath come into you, what exactly is he speaking to? In fact, right now, it says that pneumonia is one of the main ways in which this COVID actually affects the individual. Mm -hmm. Uh, what pneumonia does is that it provides, it, it produces um, mucus, 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 to block the the lungs from getting the air, the oxygen, right? The oxygen into the bloodstream, or into the red blood cell, mm -hmm. to then circulate around the body. Mm -hmm. and, and what we are saying is this: is that we have to understand that there are systems within our nation that is literally counter to a nation's success and productivity. And we have to find what that COVID is, what, mm -hmm. that, what is causing the pneumonia in a nation. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking the sickness. We're talking whether it's in business, mm -hmm. whether it is in commerce, whether it is in red tape. That's right. Red tape. Mm -hmm. Whether it is overtaxation. Corruption. Whether it is corruption. Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever this particular sickness is that is, that is causing a pneumonia, which is blocking the actual resource that needs to get to the, 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 the weakest places mm -hmm. in the country for them to come up. Because, you see, as long as there are some of us who are not well off, and so well off meaning that the man can't properly feed his family, then that opens the door for other things to happen. And so our nation are being called to a point of understanding what does this life mean for us? What does it mean for us? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does it mean for us? What does it mean? So, all right. I, I, I'm not disturbed your thoughts. So let me get you back on thought. And this is, this is very sweet. So, we know again that breath came. First breath is a verse to the prophet. Second breath is the command to speak. Third breath, he actually spoke. Now he's going to speak again. Mm -hmm. Speaking to the four winds yes. of the earth. What must this four wind do? Breathe on these slain. Now, hold on a minute there. So first they were dead. Breathe on those slain. That means they were killed. First they were dead. Right? Now we hear what killed them. Uh, the dry bones in the valley all over the place, scattered, very mm -hmm. dry. And now we're seeing that those slain, mm -hmm. well, it's actually very simple. Those that were slain by death, <laughs> those that were dead. Mm -hmm. So even though it uses the word slain, it doesn't mean they were slain by the sword or they were involved in warfare. Mm -hmm. But he's saying that those who were dead spiritually, 
Well, it, in case of the bones, physically. In case of this, spiritually. Those that were dead mm -hmm. prophesy from the four winds, mm -hmm. four corners of the earth. Mm -hmm. Breathe into them. Mm -hmm. That they may live. That they may live. That they may live. That they may live. So, and, and just to confirm, by the way, the word slain there means to, be, to, to smite with death. That's okay. <laughs> so, smite with not, death. not necessarily a sword. Right. They were smitten with death. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, so, now here, I have two troublesome questions on route here. Why could he, uh, the prophet, not just say, all right, let me just command life into you. Why was it necessary to speak to four winds? Why was it necessary to speak to four winds? Well, <clears throat> first of all, as I said earlier, the very word wind is the same as spirit. Good. Right? So the spirit of God needs to, need to be in the, for, for, for life to... For, for, for life, but for the four would indicate all the corners of the earth, mm -hmm. right? All corners of the earth, because this is also um, symbolic to God gathering all His people mm -hmm. from all over the world back into the, the Israel. Just Beautiful. Honest, right? Yes. So wherever they were scattered, yes, for whatever reason, whether yes. exile, whether migration, whether. You, you dispersion. dispersion and whether you just go visit somebody and come back whatever the work the reason is the, his people were scattered all over the world yes and he based on his the, um, his word will reassemble them in a particular place so yes for yes. the four winds would indicate all over the world the four corners of the world wherever they um the the, the the children of israel were they were would have been summoned back to the land of promise so that's one by the part of spirit it, yes. of the, 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 the of god beautiful so i uh, let me let me let me let me see if i understand what you're saying um so i'm gonna i'm gonna rephrase that a different way so we have a scattered people yes they are scattered to the four wings of heaven okay. they cast scattered out i think the, the word says here is a command for them to for the spirit of the lord or should i say for the wind from the four wings of the earth to come and to converge upon a specific spot are we saying that because of what is happening here in this valley that there's also a manifestation of the wind among the people of god and those places where they have scattered is that what you're saying absolutely all right hmm fascinating i tell you we we will have to do some more on this one but let me let, let me let me also bring to the the four a very interesting thing uh, some years ago i did a little research and i'm gonna pull it whenever we go into the next set of broadcast and that was well, just to look at the winds mm -hmm. that each wind in the scripture has a specific function when summoned okay when summoned there is a wind for scattering mm -hmm. in fact 
that wind for scattering is used most time to address the enemies of God that they are driven away like chaff. Right. Chaff is scattered when you know that the wind, that particular wind is passing and you heave the, 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 the wheat in the air. Right. And the weight of the wheat itself causes it to fall back right. and the into the shaft, and the shaft itself get blown away. So we have wind that we're for scattering, wind that speaks of aspects of judgment, winds that speaks of um, just a particular move of the spirit, and wind that produces life. So here is this. Let me let me pull up a very interesting passage that gives you us an idea of how these winds uh, work. And so I'm looking at Songs of Songs um, chapter 4. So this is Songs of Songs, Songs of Solomon uh, chapter 4. And in Songs of Solomon chapter 4, the, from verse 12 there about, he begins to describe that speak of this is, is sister has been uh, his sister his spouse has been a spring that is shut up a fountain seal uh, that the, she's an orchard of pomegranates um, with pleasant fruit with saffron uh, and spikenard uh, uh, and calamus and those kind of stuff and but even though she have all of this fragrance embedded in her myrrh and olives and chief spices all of this in this garden it says that she is shut up here is what on earth church here is what unlocks church here is what releases all of this deposit that is inside of you verse 16 awake O north wind come thou south wind Blow upon the garden that the spices may flow out, that my beloved might come into his garden and eat of its pleasant fruit. So, here we see at least two of these winds. Their chief role is the revival of an individual, the revival of a nation. That's a night opener for me. <laughs> at least the south wind. And, and the, the north wind, wind that part of the chief role is to rekindle life and to release both fountain it have, according to this passage it affects fountain which is an underground mm -hmm. system that will emerge but it also impacts on that which is on the surface these are these are profound working of the holy spirit hallelujah these are profound work hallelujah. i i brother i think I think we have stumbled upon a treasure here. Absolutely. And that's just two. That's <laughs> <We still laughs> just two out of four. We still have two more. So, so God sees this as such a critical, critical intervention that he uses all four. All four winds. To breathe new life within a nation. All right. So then let's talk. Let's talk some more then. Uh, even if we don't get to go beyond this, I have to pick up back at another point. Let's, let's talk a little bit. Since we know that winds can be used for judgment, for scattering, for all of that, we know that they were among the valley. Uh, yeah. They were scattered. 
uh, of course there's another verse that we need to look at but now we are understanding that wind is also responsible for revival for a stirring for an awakening that's right that's right for an awakening um in the in the life of a, a church in the life of a people in the life of a nation what must our intercessors be busier with at this point <laughs> what must our prophets be busy with at this point what must be the, how must our prayers be characterized at this point is it not to allow the lord to fill our mouths with a prophetic prayer one psalmist says give me words that i might bring before you right. with a, a prophetic mandate a sound summoning the winds that's right to converge absolutely, absolutely. upon absolutely. a nation go ahead sir no i'm i'm just in in a amazement because the church actually needs to hear this the church needs to hear this and and come into her prophetic no i understand why the bible says we sometimes pray amiss my god no no you're getting me into trouble right there yes sir because you basically what you just told me a while ago is that i've been praying amiss oh lord oh wow no, this is giving us a clearer understanding of, of how, how we to direct our prayer. Exactly. Yes. And I'm sure this Ezekiel 37 scripture, I'm sure this is the first time structures are being addressed. Yeah. Structures within churches. Within churches. Structures within churches. How, how, how do we sustain, how do we prevent our churches from being a revolving door? Where persons coming through one door and exit through the other and we can't account for them how do we reach uh, and harvest a group of young people in this very diverse world where our young people have been named first they were generation x mm -hmm. now they're called millennial and if that wasn't good enough we hear that they're unattached detached yes. and, and and dysfunctional how do we say to our young people and to put back in them life it's really to summon these winds hallelujah hallelujah yes yes my god well my brother there's one more thing we must touch before we go and that is as it relates to the grave the grave um where he's said to them and i'm Find about my Ezekiel 37. Verse. Oh my God. 12, verse 12. So verse 12. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, my people. Uh, this word behold as a single letter is the word um, hey. Yes. And it, it, is, it is really an alarm word. It's, it's a word that demand your attention. attention. Yes. All right. So behold, behold, all my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your grave and bring you into the land. Now, so here's my question. We already know that Ezekiel was able to see all the bones mm -hmm. and the, the valley floor. 
how do we get a grave and a valley floor? All right, let me ask a counter question. Okay. The bones, the, the, the flesh has been rotted away. Mm -hmm. The bones are what, what are left in the valley. Mm -hmm. Where is the soul? Mm. Okay. <laughs> the souls are in a place that is dead, a grave. Yes. So, no connection with the body. No, none at all. So, for life to return to mm -hmm. the church, mm -hmm. their very spirit, their soul must be summoned from that place right, and a Jesus. new life breathed into it so that they can once again be effective, be, f be functional. So, so let's, let's look at breath then. Since yes. you. you, you you decide to bowl me such a, a spin. <laughs> a spin bowler. You are a very good spin bowler. So let's we're talking cricket right there. So let's 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 look at this. We we know then that looking at the first experience where something like this happened mm -hmm. in the scriptures. Uh -huh. That God formed Adam from the dust of the earth and he's just lying there. Right. And then it says that God breathe into him, into him and he became a living a living soul. soul so literally what we're hearing in this ezekiel is that this is a recreation thank you very much thank you i've been waiting for that word all evening <laughs> this is a recreation yes and this is what is done to our spirit that we are a new creation new creation Based on the prophetic, church, we are a new we creation. creation. Church, we are not like anyone else and everybody else that are out there in sin. We are a, a new, new creation. creation because He has put His Spirit in us. He has put His Spirit in All us. Right. Hallelujah. Okay. I said Hallelujah. Hallelujah again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. <laughs> All things are passed away. Behold, I'm new. Mm -hmm. More than a conqueror. That is who I am. That's right. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Hallelujah. So, when this breath comes back into them, that even as this valley is cradled by mountains, that the fact that it is a depressed area, the mountain itself formed the side of a grave around it. The soul itself is away from the flesh. Flesh is gone, away from the bone. But life must be brought back into them. Hallelujah. So he prophesied. So he prophesied. Mm-hmm. 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 He prophesied. My God. So let's 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 read that was verse twelve. Was it? Let's yes. let's read verse um Yeah. Let's read verse thirteen and again fourteen. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I open your grave, O my people, and brought you up out of your grave, and I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live. That's it. And I, sh and I shall place you in your own land, and you shall know, then you shall know, that I, the Lord, have spoken it 
and performed it. Says the Lord. Says the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, my brother, we have been asked to prophetically speak to the body of Christ and speak to the nation concerning them speaking a prophetic command of breath a, a prophetic command to breathe life back into a nation so whether you are in Oceania Asia. Go again. Oceania. Or Asia. Or whether you are in Europe. Or Africa. Whether you are in South America. Or North America. Whether you are in the Caribbean. Or in Latin America, Central America. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Even if you are in the Middle East. In the Middle East. Or the Far East. Even if you're gateway between two continents like Israel. Israel yes. is a gateway to, between Africa and Asia. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Whether you are in Kashmir. Or in the Solomon Islands. Or you are in India and Pakistan. Oh, what about Uruguay and Paraguay? Ah. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. If you are hearing our voice right now and you are already named among the household of heaven child of the king then you are being encouraged from this island called Jamaica a dot on the map but it's a giant 18 degrees north 77 degrees west but a giant <laughs> in the earth that we are commanding you from our makeshift studios here at 36 Valdez Road Spanish Town St. Catherine, Jamaica commanding you speaking to you to hear the word of the Lord not to allow your nation your nation's history not to allow the next uh, experience of your nation not to allow the growth and the direction of your nation to be shaped by COVID. That's right. But rather to be shaped by the prophetic utterance of the Lord from your mouth. From your mouth. That you will open your mouth and speak a command to breathe life into your nation. Hallelujah. That everything that are dead must respond. Must respond. Whether the thing is 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 physically dead or just emotionally or is it positionally dead whatever the deadness is to begin to speak life now we know that covid have literally taken out the life of many right now but for those who are remain part of the speaking life is what god said to one of the churches in the seven churches found in revelation to strengthen the things that, that remain. That's it. That are ready to die. That's it. To speak to those things that remain. To shore them up. To speak to the churches in all of these regions of the world that we have just called. All eight 
geographic regions and commanding them the church in those nations to stop play church and to begin to come into her prophetic place call and destiny and speak over their nation uh, let me just add this the prophetic word went out and spoke to bones bones and an army and an army rise up oh my jesus now we're about to start bible study all over again right here and an army that up a, a great army great a great army a great army stood up hallelujah 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 so an army these are we're gonna have to pick up back here so we, we can't we can't touch that tonight we can't touch that tonight my jesus i love thee hallelujah Woo my lord this is the word of god is sweet in his life and so we want to encourage those who are called by the name of the lord to rise up and speak into your nation hallelujah speak life breathe life into your nation again and we're going to be in our next broadcast we're going to be going into looking at more structures and other things like that so once again ladies and gentlemen we want to church household of faith brothers sisters within our congregation within our nation and within the four flung corners of the earth we want to thank you for allowing uh, us to speak into your ears reminding you that the bible says that let he that have an ear to hear let him hear what the spirit is saying unto the churches and to release you right now in both the call into the purpose and into the destiny of your nation and this is much bigger than the current crisis much bigger and so so we're going to be praying together brother pastor pearson and i we're going to be praying together and so i want to start off the prayer and i'm going to ask you just to chip in and chip out and i'm going to chip in i'm going to do that just for a couple of minutes and um <clears throat> until we feel that final release from the lord father you have said in your word in isaiah 58 that those that shall be of thee shall rebuild the old waste places they shall raise up the foundation of many generations they shall raise up the former desolation they shall be called repairers of the breach restorers of paths to dwell in and so father we thank you right now hallelujah heavenly father we just want to continue to give you thanks lord god and we thank you lord that by your grace you have made available to us your holy spirit father we take advantage of that privilege and we call upon that holy spirit 
to fellowship with us as we, on behalf of the nations of this world, on behalf of the church. And Father, we thank you that when we speak, you hear, you hear us. Father, we thank you that we approach you not only as father, not only as friend, but as judge. So, Father, you are able to bring judgment upon a people, upon a nation. But you are also, as a father, be merciful unto us, irrespective of how we, we fail, or, or, we be, or we are disobedient, or, or we are rebellious. And, Father, we just want to thank you, because you have made your spirit available to us. We can now declare your word by your spirit. And breathe life into a situation, into a structure, into a nation, into a church. Hallelujah. So, Heavenly Father, you alone are God. And you, Father God, you concern yourself about the affairs of, of, of man. In to, to such an extent that you do visit us. So, Father, we know that you are in control of all that's happening globally right now. And, Father, we thank you that you are preparing your people. You are uttering a prophetic word to a dead situation and you are going to raise up an exceedingly great army yes. to continue to prophesy unto nations in the name of Jesus. So Father, we thank you for that army right now. We thank you, Father God, for the strengthening of this army, for the, for the equipping of this army by your spirit so that our prophetic voice will be effective within the world. Father, we call upon the four winds to effect change in the, in the nations in the name of Jesus. To scatter, to judge, to breathe new life in the name of Jesus and to redeem. Hallelujah. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you again for what you're doing in this season. And Father, we thank you that you're preparing our very hearts to receive more of you. And to receive a greater revelation of who you are and what it is you intend for, this, for, this, for the nations of this world. So we continue to give you glory. We continue to honor you. We continue to exalt you and lift you up, Father God. Because you and you alone are God. And Father, you will be glorified at the end of all of this. And the nations will take notice and say, Now I know that there is a God in Israel. Yes. Hallelujah. So Father, be glorified in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so Father, we are also asking you for the eight geographic regions of the world that in this season that even for those who no longer acknowledge you for those niche part of those regions that does not want to regard you that your voice will be heard in the midst of all of these nations and that you will stir in them again one more opportunity we know before you return your second coming for them to respond to your voice for them to respond to your calling for them to live again in the name of Jesus. And so we speak to structures within nations and within this nation, structures within your church, structures. And we're declaring that the voice of the Almighty will take root, take hold in your house once again. For your voice, the word declare, break the cedars of Lebanon. And so we're asking you again that you will so speak and declare your voice that everything that must be shaken is shaken and only the things that are able to stand 
will stand at the time of your shaking. Father, hear a cry even for Jamaica. Shake the structures again and cause that these structures will respond to your move. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.